Welcome to Cinema Discussions. Tonight we are discussing Time Raiders, 2016 Chinese fact, uh, fantasy action adventure film directed by Daniel Lee. Um, this film in uh, limited release here in America, but uh, China being one of the largest film markets out there, mm-hmm. um, is uh, that's probably in much wider release over there. Um, and uh, my name is John. I am joined by Vaughn. Is our anyway. senior tomb raiding correspondent? Yeah. Well, we don't want to be stepping on any of the franchises. <laughs> well, look, they say tomb raiding in this movie. That I'm not talking about any specific franchise. It's just the process of raiding tombs. Yeah, because you know? that's such a big thing. Yeah, it's a yeah, thing that totally happens. Common. I can name at least three different film franchises <laughs> that involve raiding tombs. Four yeah. different film franchises. I've got uh, Indiana Jones, yeah. uh, The Mummy, uh, National uh, National Treasure, mm-hmm. uh, and I um, and... can't remember the name of the other tomb that? raiding some... movie. It's got like uh, some, some, some lady in it. Whatever. But Time Raiders. Time Raiders is this one. So before yeah. we get into the details on this one, uh, how would you recommend mm-hmm. this film? This is one that, that you saw the trailer for this one and you were definitely yeah, excited Yeah, I about actually it. saw the trailer for this one in uh, our other uh, review, uh, yeah, Train uh, Busan. Yeah. Uh, the along with a couple other titles. Um, yeah, so uh, I, I, I checked on YouTube. The trailer that I saw was, was the one minute trailer, oh, okay. uh, which is, uh, which I would say is probably the ideal length for a trailer. Yeah. It's you, such and such that you're not ruining the whole damn movie for yeah, people. Yeah. And I saw this, this trailer too. And it, uh, it gives you the, the grandeur yeah. of it. It shows, it shows you what kind of, what style of film that yeah, this is. Yeah. It, it, that was, it was actually a very polished trailer. Yeah. It, and it, it yeah. It, it doesn't really spoil anything, but it gives you like lot, lots of really interesting details that will be in the movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, g- going into and actually watching the movie, like the 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 final product turns turns out kind of different yeah. than what the trailers at least seem to be selling. Yeah, I think I got a you know a little different view from the trailer, and I I think that this film pretty much was was what I expected from from the trailer. Uh-huh. Um. But uh, yeah, this is one that uh, you know. In the other, another Chinese fantasy film I can think of um, that's similar in style to this one is uh, *Journey to the West*, mm-hmm. um, which I, I'm thinking I, I believe that was a Stephen Chow film. Um, it's one of mm-hmm. his, his later films after uh, *Shaolin Soccer* and uh, and all of those. Oh, okay. Um, but it's uh, it's one of his his uh, more recent films. Um, and it's actually the first Journey to the West movie. I, I don't remember if uh, they've come out with further ones, but it's supposed to be the first in a series. But uh, Journey to the Far West. Yeah, but it's this gr- uh, grand Chinese adventure movie, and, and uh, I mean, you look at the the scale of films that they do in China because it's such a large film market. Um, it is very similar to uh, the big stu- big budget studio films that you mm-hmm. get here in America. Um, uh, watching the opening credits, there were like six production companies involved yeah. in this. It didn't seem like any small undertaking. Well, that's another thing that I also see a lot in um, in American independent films. Mm-hmm. Um, when it, with it's generally like the smaller films that you get so many production companies yeah, with over in America. Yeah, <laughs> whereas you know the bigger the the film is, it's just Universal Pictures and that's it. But yeah, so, so getting through the movie, it, it slowly turned into kind of a action adventure B movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, kind of becomes more a thing like the Mummy. Um, yeah, I also noticed at um, at roughly a 
is the the puppet scene, which you see in the trailer, like so you'll you'll know what's coming. Yeah. Uh, which is I would say like roughly the end of Act Two, mm-hmm. kind of that part of the movie. Um, the the CGI from that point forward, I think they realized that they were kind of going they were going to go over their CGI budget. Potentially, or so, maybe it's so just a... th- it kind of seemed like the the the, the the detail of the CGI was was dropping down. I think it was just the style of what they're using in it. Maybe. That, um, yeah, and that was something I did I did pick up in the in the trailer. Um, but yeah, the the CGI in, in this film is not um, the the scale that you would see in in, in most uh, big budget American films. Um, it's it's not as polished as you would see at least in a modern film. It's uh, yeah, well, yeah, it's definitely no Lord of the Rings. Yeah, this this yeah. feels uh, a little more early nineties um, yeah, kind of uh, uh, stuff. But yeah, saying that, but there, there are also some some very well crafted uh, shots. Yeah, that are there are like highly kind of artistic shots that you would see in a lot of Asian movies. Oh yeah, this, the cinematography is really great in, yeah. in this one, and uh, I think it's a. It's a very interesting story that is a, uh, there's a lot of complex things in the story that, that uh, yeah, can yeah. make certain elements of it hard to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the the basic straightforward tomb raiding aspect of this is is pretty you know you can get you, you can follow a lot that's going along with this and, and still enjoy a lot of the movie um, without understanding. Uh, all of the things that they're all the information they're giving you mm-hmm. but there's a lot of info they're giving you on a lot of these characters that i felt that it was uh you didn't get it was tough to get a good conclusion with it the way they were going with everything um so i think that this one is uh even though it's a, a large scale movie unlike the um the, the smaller films that we've been talking about or at least the smaller stories uh, that we've been talked about in, mm-hmm. in foreign films um i, I I think this one might not. I, I I find it harder to recommend this one uh, to people as as ahead of the other ones. Uh, yeah, it, it would depend on what they were looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you if you want to watch a movie, if you because they they make so few movies that are like that. The, these action adventure puzzle solving movies um, in the style of Indiana Jones um, mm-hmm. and and National Treasure, like those. Yeah, Those films I think, I think it probably so is kind of close to Indiana Jones. Uh, they they don't they don't explicitly say that they're in the uh, present day. Yeah, it seems like they're kind of recent past, uh, sort of like what Indiana Jones was. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, except for the the mercenaries, you see, they seem to have modern technology. Yeah, their weapons are pretty modern in there. Um, yeah. Well, actually, I think it, I I would even say. Uh, distant future or not dis- uh, near future near future because mm-hmm. of the technology that the the, the one evil guy has yeah, oh but, yeah so the, the the villain not so villain. so without yeah without, <laughs> we'll get into that in a moment too with yeah. this but um so i i think that um yeah if you're i mean if you're into to, um foreign films if you're heavily into foreign films um then this is a uh, interesting adventure story to watch um mm-hmm. and uh I, and, and definitely if you're into the uh, Indiana Jones style movies, um, this is another good one to check out. And I think probably good on a home viewing to be able to uh, understand it a little more and you'll be able to go back and, and rewatch elements of it. Mm-hmm. Um, just watching in a theater, there, there's things that I wanted to pick up on that I uh, felt as it's going so quickly through it that I, I m- missed some things. 
Um, yeah, for for the for the average moviegoer, I'd probably skip it. Yeah, I, I would I would skip this one for average moviegoers. So this one's it's something you really got to be into to to check out. Um, at least here in, in America, I I think mm-hmm. even you know this is the kind of thing I know with uh, the, the, where Chris here um, he's uh, more inclined to go towards the artistic small budget <laughs> yeah, films he, than he, the the big uh, yeah, big he studio would, films. Hate it. Yeah, I don't <laughs> it, the the Chinese version of Chris yeah. would not be into this film. Yeah, um, because <laughs> it is this big studio film this big but you know large large scoping film that is uh getting a lot of visual things out there and Mm -hmm. showing a lot of action um and uh not as focused on a uh a nice story plot and and delving into the uh to humanity and and Mm -hmm. different aspects on that so um you see chris we have you figured out yeah (laughs) (laughs) but uh, you know yeah if you're if you want a nice big scoping action thing then uh then this is a good one but Mm-hmm. Um, I think especially if you're, you know, the two rating things, that's this for you. Uh, so now, spoiler alert. Okay, so spoilers. Dive into this yeah. movie, into Time Raiders. Uh, so already interesting with the, the title alone, um, Time Raiders makes Try, it think, trying to, like, when you put time, and... when time is the first word in your, in your movie, yeah. um, and it's a fantasy film, uh, my first thought is time travel. You kind of expect to see time travel in, of some kind. Yeah. And I guess in a way, uh-huh. you've got the, uh, those the the people of the ancient times that have gone through and mm-hmm. preserved themselves in yeah, this the, tomb the, so that they can you got, yeah you, you got these two people who are living in in stasis for the last three thousand years yeah so they've time traveled sort of yeah you know in a, in a manner of speaking you know i don't you know how time travel would work in a way but if it's uh if you still have to be there if you you know create this time machine the way that like in uh the the movie the the I think it was the latest version of the time machine, um, based mm-hmm. off of the uh, the H. G. Wells book uh, or story. Um, it still came out a while ago. But yeah, was that like mid two thousands? Yeah. Yeah. I well, that when okay. he's when he's traveling in time, um, you see the world going on around him, and he's mm-hmm. the time machine's going there and staying in one place. Mm-hmm. Um, and my thought is of someone looking out onto him, like, because there's there's ones even when someone's half in it and half out, and they like die of old age because they're when he's holding on to them or something oh yeah but <clears throat> so they don't they don't address this poorly in the they, they make the mistake of not addressing it in the film but my thought is on the outside you just see a dude there in the time machine oh yeah, yeah, yeah. moving very you, slowly you see him for just a fraction of a second as, as he passed through your your moment of time but my thought is, like what like if that? what if it wasn't like that, and what if it was a person in stasis, where for him, everything's going quicker, mm-hmm. and no time is passing, but to the outside, they're seeing just this box sitting there, forever. The, the machine. Oh. Yeah, just like just mm-hmm. staying there forever, hmm. and they're on the outside because to the person on the inside who's in stasis, no time has passed, and there's, and now I'm here. I've gone from this. I've been frozen, and now I'm there. Like that's a simplistic way of mm. it's it's the possible time travel as now of like f- deep freeze, yeah, to, to unfreeze. Look, looking at it from the outside, because if it's a thing that's actually traveling through time, then yeah, it would just be a blip uh-huh. in that moment. But if it's a thing that is preserving someone through uh-huh. time, and so that person on the inside, if it's just speeding up or like slowing down the time for the person inside, uh-huh. but for everything on the outside is still the same 
So it's slowing down time for the person on the inside, yeah, so that if, it. If he, if he is slowing down, then yeah, he would appear motionless. Yeah. But so if, that's if, the. If he if he is experiencing time faster in in his bubble, then yeah, he, like you would be here in, in this moment, this split yeah, second yeah. of time. And like, yeah. So I think if this is the other way, this is the their time travel, to to appropriate to allow them to use time in their title, uh, their time travel is that they're traveling through time in this moment of stasis and they're just always there and can he, be awoken any there, moment. But the, but the movie isn't from their perspective. No, but the time travel is. <laughs> so, and then the other thing with time is we've got the countdown clock that's inside the thing that's right, right. counting yeah, down. There's there the, can... the key that is essentially a, a 3,000 year clock. Yes, and then we get to the giant clock at the end and we find this yeah. giant clock thing there. Um, and you've got <clears throat> uh, yeah this family of Tomb Raiders uh, because this movie should have been called Tomb Raiders. Yeah, uh, can't can't really do that. Yeah, well, I mean, look, Tomb Raiders, <laughs> this is plural, it's a different title, um, yeah. because it's this they 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 constantly say Tomb Raiders because mm-hmm. they are Tomb Raiders. They are people yeah. who raid tombs, and they, it's this family of Tomb Raiders, and the the young kid who wants to be a Tomb Raider. Um, yeah, we, we I guess we start out the film in this. Uh, what is it like? Uh, kind of World War Two era. Um, uh, looking thing where they're um these uh european uh slash american white peoples uh are coming in and they're they're like oh we want the last of these uh, tile things they're in a a a monk village a a, 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 a tibetan monk village in in the mountains <clears throat> and uh yeah there, yeah there are yeah, some generic white people yeah yeah generic white people there, but the, the, the dude is looking for something vaguely nazi-esque kind of i kind of thought they were russian yeah well either any kind of evil white person it, it, of the world war ii era yeah, yeah it, it all kind of in that thing kind of blends together in there yeah but um you uh so we're, we start off with those guys and then we jump to Wu's warehouse mm-hmm. um, in storyteller present time. Yeah, yeah, storyteller present after the fact. Yes, and this is thinking. Now he's looking back on this story, his adventure. But yeah. the adventure, which is after the first scene that we've shown, so we've gone from this now here, mm-hmm. and now we've jumped back to this other time, yeah. which then, but the but which eventually does. Uh, they they tell you how that related to that time that they first showed you. Yeah. Uh, in there, and then they're also jumping around a lot in the story because they go they go back to when the the guy was a kid, and then he gets the he he finds that object, steals a little coin off of it, makes it mm-hmm. into a necklace. Um, he's like, here you can have that back. I don't know. I didn't upset the balance of things. I just took the little thing. Yeah. Uh, so forever has that little coin that he's supposed to give back to the yeah. dude. Yeah, the, the, so they they do use the the nonlinear time function, but they, but not 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 in a uh, not not in as interesting a way. No, it's just yeah, in a yeah, yeah. You know, way to tell the elements of the story that they need to tell at the time. And yeah, um, yeah, jumping around to, to show those moments. But but our main story, which happens in the the yeah. writing of the tomb and the um, two teams going after it. So we've got our tomb raiding team, which wants to find riches mm-hmm. um and is there for that and then we've got the evil team the evil mercenaries uh, who yeah. work for our uh, multi- generic white villain yeah multinational mercenary team going for yeah. the white villains um and uh so they are uh, uh 
going in for uh, to to get the specimens, uh, the the plant creatures. Uh, oh well, well, initially he is looking for one of these uh, uh, copper plates well, that are uh, uh, twenty-four divine pieces of, of yeah. copper with information on them. Yeah, uh, it's supposed to tell you the, how to find immortality. Yeah, and the but the so the, the plant creatures though are the are immortal creatures made with this technology, and so he mm. wants those specimens to examine those before he uses it on himself. Yeah, um, yeah it's the kind of uh, I guess this would be like Last Crusade. It's the, looking for the phantom, uh, mm. fountain of youth. Oh, um, the 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 chalice. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was um, the. the, the it w- it's the the youth that they're looking out for in the, the chalice which can then give uh, immortal mm-hmm. life um, and uh, so that's the, the, the kind of thing they're looking for there is get an old guy looking for a way to be young forever mm-hmm. but doing it remotely and he's got the technology that they used in uh, uh, I know at least uh, was it alien versus predator uh, that they uh, <laughs> use a little robots that scan the whole. Mm-hmm cave system very weirdly shaped but essentially drones prometheus yeah prometheus had those yeah i think that that's what it was it was yeah it was an alien spirit prometheus i knew it was one of the really scott universe oh and the stargate universe okay yeah it's a thing of easy easy little thing of how are we going to get this uh be able to know where these things are and and use that device later on. We first Mm -hmm. need to scan the whole place and we can scan them by having these little scanner bots. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just an easy little sci-fi thing to to put in there and helps you out for later on. Yeah. Um, Kind of makes it so that that video game world works. We can have the overworld map. (laughs) Uh, So that, and uh, kind of plays out like a video game for a lot of this, this film too. Yeah, um, and you 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 go back and forth between battle scenes and puzzle solving, and then back to battle and mm-hmm. back to more puzzle. Yeah, and I think uh, I I enjoyed the the puzzles throughout the film. You get some. Yes, some of, some of the puzzles like were, uh, I want to say, highly complex, but ultimately not that complicated. Yeah, the you got the Parappa the Rappa dance uh, scene yeah, in there. Right. <laughs> yeah, well. Da- well well, there were yeah, there were like several moments of of, of, of some pretty funny parts. Uh, at least in my theater, it was probably like half full, largely Asian people. Trying to think if there was anyone else in my theater, I didn't yeah. notice it. I know I think my theater was completely empty when I saw this movie. I was the only person in there watching this one. Uh, no, no, I had like, like several you know, Asian people in the theater with me. So my theater was dead quiet during those scenes. Yeah, I'm telling you, they didn't laugh at all. Yeah, so I, I laughed at it. They <laughs> laughed at it. Okay. Yeah. Like at, 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 uh, several several parts were pretty funny. Yeah, no, they get some good good moments of comedy throughout it, and um, I think that. Uh, it, it's reminiscent, I, again, thinking about, I, I've seen now, especially through, through instant discussions, we've watched so many Stephen Chow movies, mm-hmm. um, who's a big Chinese director, um, and uh, the comedy that he, that he puts throughout his films, which is uh, this this wacky sense of humor that uh, you know I, I allow him to have, that it doesn't fit in the type of movie that he's making a lot of times. Like, it's, it's, it, it's so out there. Um, but... Uh, in watching this movie, it's reminiscent of that. It doesn't have so much. It doesn't have as much as, as Stephen Chow puts into his, mm-hmm. not as much comedy. Um, but I get, well, like Journey to the West has less comedy in it than his other films, but uh, there's still enough in there. It's that kind of thing where I think it's, um, 
the way that in, in any uh, American drama um, or adventure movie, you're, you're putting in elements of comedy throughout it. And there's mm-hmm. lots of jokes in the Indiana Jones movies. But uh, the, the comedy they put into these ones from the limited number of these Chinese adventure films that I've seen, um, it's more wacky comedy that <laughs> seems out of place in that uh, in the world that you've created for us in this yeah. dramatic world that we're seeing. Um, the, the comedy that you're putting in there seems like you've changed genre, you've changed style of film. Um, <laughs> whereas if you've got that throughout, um, then it just becomes a, uh, you know, I don't know, Adam Sandler, uh, Mike Myers, uh, yeah, kind of comedy thing. Yeah. Like that. If, if it was that throughout, then it's that kind of movie and it's just labeled a comedy that happens to be an adventure movie. Yeah. This is an adventure movie that has moments of comedy in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that those are, are fun moments in there, but it doesn't define the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I was worried about those little, the, the worm creatures mm-hmm. when they were getting out. Yeah. It's, it's lucky that they had a magical bond to uh, the main <laughs> oh, villain yeah, because... The, the evil empress. Because if they did not have a magical bond, yeah. they were gone. They were long Those things were out and, it's the, and humanity's destroyed at that point. They're going to multiply <laughs> yeah. and it's yeah, going to destroy start. everything. Yeah. It's going to be bad times. Yeah. Um, and another thing I was thinking of is they, they do this whole journey down to this thing and through the desert. And they, the final place that they get to mm-hmm. is open air. It's completely open and visible from the sky. Yes. Could have helicoptered in there at any point. Uh, <laughs> no one ever noticed this. No, no, nobody ever does a, a flyby <laughs> of these mountains fly ever. Over and saw that. I mean, my thinking is when they built this like initially. O- over an active volcano? Yeah. When the initial, when the initial people built this. Um, <laughs> You can think of there's no you know the, these mountain passes are, are so difficult to get across. There's no way that anyone yeah, would have like, gone across there. Back yeah, there. they're not thinking about that. But like, in 3, the modern years dive, later, we've we've got the ability to fly over this. Like, yeah. hey, what's that down uh, there? Uh, what's that big white thing down there? Especially if there's like an area where they're looking in. I I don't know. Yeah. I would have I would have done a flyover with a helicopter on this. Be like, we just just go that way. Yeah. Just go right down there. Yeah. And get to the end of this yeah. um, makes it a less interesting movie, but just having that open air at the end, just without yeah. something opening up and revealing it, all yeah. uh, um, uh, it's Crystal Skull, uh, <laughs> where the thing opens up at the end, and you've you've got the thing. But it, had it yeah. been open the whole time, you've got it. Doesn't matter. Just, just the the journey to get in there isn't yeah. uh, important. Um, <laughs> but this way that we get to see the the fun puzzles throughout it and the. Mm-hmm. And uh, we learn more about our mystery man. Um, uh, our mystery uh, spiritual monk warrior. Yeah. Who seems absurdly overpowered. Yeah. As far as warriors well, go. Yeah, he's got <laughs> he's got immortality in him, um, and uh, or, or his, he at least doesn't age. I think he's yeah. He's probably more or less immortal. Yeah, I think it's, it, for, for all intents and purposes, yeah, but, but he immortal. does get hurt though. Yeah, no, he's uh, and the kind of thing like any immortal person, kind of cursed by the immortality and doesn't yeah. uh, want it anymore. Yeah, I, I think I think he's he's essentially biologically immortal. Yeah, but not really immortal. So he's uh, but he does the he has the magic blood that yeah. he can use that to break people out of the trances. Mm-hmm. He can ward off evil spirits with it. Um, on top of the, having the ability to hold Mjolnir. Uh, yeah, apparently he, he's strong enough to lift up a sword made by a meteorite. Yeah. <laughs> like, like like it's nothing. 
But there was the other dude. They're like, oh, that guy's obviously gonna be able to pick it up. Yeah. Uh, we know that that one. Is. Well, he doesn't get a chance necessarily until like the battle because he goes after the mystery guy. Yeah. Um, to to get it, and and he had picked it up, and then you find out that that's just the sheath. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the sword and the sheath. And yeah. It, yeah. And so then he pulls it, and you get get more of that. Yeah, but, but I I don't get how they they that nobody figured it out they said they've been hanging on to this sword for a couple of centuries in this family i think it was something like they were saying when they were saying at the beginning like as you all know whoever picks up the sword goes along with us like there's a thing yeah. that happens all the time that they're yeah, it's like they, they do they do this on every trip it's their general selection process yeah um oh i love the yeah, but, but nobody could pick it up I love the cabinetry that they built in this the, thing. Yeah, like the, the, the bookshelf, co- the coffin cabinet. Well, yeah. they yeah they, they start with the they have the the bookshelf that they pull out this trunk that they open up and then they slide out and then there's more yeah. things there and it becomes uh, this large bookshelf. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. There was the yeah the the rolling book cabinet from the beginning of the movie. Yeah, where I was like, oh, like I want one of those. Yeah, like those are kind of cool. And then they have the the cool desk that pops uh, yeah, up that the, they're yeah, working like the, on. The coffin desks. Yeah, yeah, they pull those and it like flips up and it has all these drawer things. <laughs> like, I just love the cool woodwork in that. I'm like, yeah, I want I, this furniture. I, 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 I want to know how much work went into constructing those. Oh, so like, much work. Yeah. Um, but, uh, it makes, yeah, it makes me jealous for those things. I love love yeah. those cool things. So you already get that before yeah. you get, even get into the temple where you normally see those kinds of puzzles mm-hmm. and things. Um, so I, th- <clears throat> I think I, I like that element going through there where you know it's not only in like in all these other films you know national treasure especially you get these weird puzzles that are built into these places that are so elaborate um but yeah, outside yeah, of that, that world would have been impossible for them to actually construct. yeah <laughs> but then outside of that you don't see it so now you've got you show where you've got these elaborate contraptions that people have built mm-hmm. um in this outside world and then you go in there and you also have that. But we've yeah. also got magic in this world, too. So, yeah. like, that's the kind of thing where, we, yeah, I allow that for this universe they have the magic. Where it's it's not as cool as to think of, um, I mean, any of the, uh, at least at least Indiana Jones and the Tomb Raiders and the mummies all have magic in them. Mm-hmm. Um, they have elements that are fantastical and supernatural um, in them. Um, which is why in, you know, I wasn't so upset when Crystal Skull had aliens in it as mm-hmm. most people were. Cause I'm like, well, they had supernatural elements in the other ones. Like what is, uh, I mean, so they, now you're, they, they did find the art. You're okay with them having, uh, spirits and, and, yeah. uh, ghosts and all of these yeah. things going, like, but aliens is too yeah, like weird the arc, for the you. Is real. You it, can't, you can't it, go it, that it, step. So, <laughs> anyway, but I think, uh, and if, from what I remember of National Treasure, it <clears throat> doesn't have any supernatural elements to it. It's purely um, weird uh, mechanical puzzles that, mm. uh, you know, would are too elaborate for them to actually create. But yeah. still, uh, it's based in a physical world. Um, so you've got a lot of things that they've definitely built up, a lot of cool Rube Goldberg machines in there mm-hmm. um, that are super cool and, and turn into weird CGI when it gets too impractical. <laughs> um but uh, a lot of cool elements, the, the flesh-eating bugs um, yeah. in there, and uh, the, the, all these interesting dangers that they, they fall into. Um, I liked all of those, in each of the rooms with the traps. I mean, when they first get in, and it's just this giant pit that they have to overcome um, by getting in there after the battle that they have to pursue that's not even part of the temple itself. It's just mm-hmm. they have to go into the battle. Um but uh, yeah, I, li- I liked all the elaborate puzzles that they, that they have to battle through. Um, and then you've got these giant creatures that are uh, 
overpowered strong things that they cannot defeat on their own but the oh, magic yeah, guys yeah the blue defeat. guys yeah uh, yeah the, the 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 blue uh kind of warrior generals of the villain who's who's buried in the 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 middle of the temple yeah and then you got the queen boss doing her dance <laughs> Like, like like weirdly out of place kind of dance moves. Yeah. Because because she doesn't because she has to do her own things while the CGI tentacles are not there. The it's a fun movie where the CGI <laughs> ramps up the whole time. Like you get more and more cartoonish CGI introduced throughout the film yeah. as you go on. Unfortunately, they have to. Yeah, and but but it's one of those things where um, I. You, you look at it for you have to look at it from the point of view of this is a story that they're telling and this is the way that these mm. people were able to tell this story mm. um, and so you have to accept the the cartoony CGI as you go through it it um, you're not looking at it as a documentary whereas <laughs> you know yeah. if if uh, if your effects have been done perfectly so that they are indistinguishable from real life mm. it it does allow you to enter into that world and to um, see the reality of it and be like oh this is you, you could be more of a part of it mm. whereas this that's that thing that takes you out of it yeah. so that you're now you are just an observer of a story mm -hmm. um but you can still you can still enjoy it from that point it's it, it doesn't ruin it um but i know there are a lot of people who, who can just like say that the cgi can completely take them out of it yeah. and just and and i i get in that moments and a lot of times it 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 builds a barrier between the audience and, and the, the world of the film um, mm -hmm. that, yeah, literally it takes you out of the, the story, but you can still, you can still enjoy the thing. Yeah. Um, I, so, so what happened at the, the end? What was, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure what that ending sequence is because <sighs> uh, I've seen similar things in like, uh, in anime and other movies. Uh, it, it, the, the the dialogue makes reference to what our our uh, younger lead male says in the beginning of the movie. It, it's like, should I tell the story of, or should I tell? Should it be me telling the story? Me of, telling the story of him, him or the him. warrior monk. Yeah. Or the warrior monk telling the story about me. Yeah. It's, it's a. So they're kind of making the the uh, uh, the. The, the Im implicit conclusion that it, it's really about the two of them yeah. like, coming together for this. Yeah, and, then, and that they've now take, then, but taken off the, another adventures after them. Or something yeah, like but, but then the, the video montage that goes along with it is, is different parts of the scene where they, they cross paths, mm -hmm. but it, out of order, kind of, kind of suggesting that, uh, what was that one saying, all of this has happened before, all of this will happen again? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think I, I was trying to keep up with the with the subtitled and the video at the same time. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> does the does our storyteller uh, become a time traveling immortal that then goes back and helps himself, and yeah. it's the same dude in different? Is, is he, yeah, is like, he has something that then happened? Yeah. yeah, and then <clears throat> a cyclical the while. While the, the the current uh, warrior monk it becomes the guy in the gold mask in that temple in the beginning. Yeah, maybe because he like as he's putting on that mask and they're having the. <clears throat> yeah, because uh, the, the boy uh, Wu, they, he has uh, all these dreams mm -hmm. all the time. And going back to that time he snuck into a temple, 
they, which had a really bang up security system. And as he's like playing like, with the cards and stuff, he's got some sort of mysticism and some sort of yeah. uh, connection to the magical world in, in some way in there. Um, <clears throat> yeah. There's something going on with that, but I completely couldn't follow there, it. There, there's yeah, there, there's some kind of subtext that that we are missing yeah. in being non-Asian. Yeah, I, I, it's it's a thing where I'm thinking it's a, a language barrier thing. It's something yeah. that either doesn't come across in the translation or culturally, I just I it's not something I can pick up on there, yeah. um, or in just <clears throat> the way that I have to view this film uh, in in just reading through the subtitles, I'm not picking up on it. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's the, I love weird, twisty things of uh, cyclical things, like the Matrix uh, yeah. things. I love those kinds of stories, but um, I'm not sure if that's exactly what's going on here. I, I was just, I was puzzled by the end and not in a way of like trying to put something, a puzzle together. It's kind of like, I'm, it's a puzzle, like the, um, all the pieces were kind of water damaged. <laughs> And I'm like, I think, is this, are these supposed to, like, they're not even, the edges were kind of cut off on some of them. Like, yeah. I can't even put it together. Like, I'm missing the ability to do this. Yeah. And it's I, all I kind think, of I think they're from different puzzle sets. Here. Yeah. Like, I don't even know if those are the same. <laughs> Am I missing something here? Or is this how it's supposed to look? Um, uh, because it looks like this weird thing. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, well, you know, there, there is a jigsaw puzzle that has no corner pieces. I, you know, I've, I, there's all sorts of crazy ones like that. And it. <laughs> It's like for, for the person who just hates their life yeah um but the, no the worst one are the no corner pieces but it's the magic eye puzzles so that oh, you can't Jesus. really tell until it's all yeah. together and, and um, to, uh, oh, so it's one of those sorry. things where it's uh yeah i i i wasn't i i wasn't picking up on the ending and i i felt bad about that like i feel like it's my fault as a viewer yeah for not following it correctly like i wasn't paying attention in the right ways to be able to pick up on this and, uh, yeah i'd have you know i'd have to have like the dialogue like to go over a couple of times and then watch it again yeah uh, in, in several places uh, there is just a blast of dialogue you got to read really quick uh, to keep up with it I, I know i missed a couple of things yeah like and i'm that. just thinking uh i uh <clears throat> if this were a dubbed film Mm-hmm. If this had, if this had been dubbed into English, maybe I could have followed this easier. And you yeah. know, it, there's uh, a lot of people very are very against that in in movies, um, yeah. in yeah. foreign films. And and I understand that I I want to hear how the actual actors are saying it. But then again, when I don't speak the language, I don't pick up on their acting, their intonation the same way anyway. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of dubs that I hate. Um, it, it's mostly in animated films that you'll see dubs on things. Um, I enjoy the English dubs of the Miyazaki films uh, and seeing those mm-hmm. ones. I, I like that. And I can uh, yeah, enjoy this. I can enjoy the film in that way without, because uh, when you're reading, you're, you're focusing on that and not getting to see the visuals. There's a lot of moments in this film where I wanted to look at the visuals that they're presenting, but they've got the dialogue on the bottom that I've got to read. And so it's going back and forth. However, luckily in this film, there's, there is a lot of English. Yeah, kind of a, kind of a weird amount of English. Yeah, because we've got yeah. our protagonists that are are, are, are not protagonists, our antagonists who yeah. are uh, who are uh, got a, yeah the, English the evil old man that, that speaks kind of bad English. Yeah, I mean, I still read the subtitles for a lot of it, so because a couple times where I couldn't understand him, but um, 
still and, and a, a couple of times of where they, I'm not sure what he was saying, but the the audio does not match what his mouth was doing. Oh yeah, there were a couple of times where yeah the audio didn't match, um, so it probably possibly dubbed over at some point, and yeah. uh, there with, were with, times with where English, yeah. where the words the words on the screen were different from the words that he was saying. Yeah. slightly enough that it then makes you question every other translation, and there were some translations that the uh the the uh chinese speakers were saying that were american phrases in a way that like colloquialisms and things that i'm like are they actually saying that or is that a translation so that we understand the terms uh, yeah there, there, there was that weird part like um at the end that were uh where our our characters are now like like flipping the, their languages mm-hmm. i think like yeah like the old guys like spoke a little chinese yeah uh, our our young male uh Wu was, was he speaking started speaking en- english. english yeah and then the female mercenary does english and chinese so i, I like that too it's the kind of um <laughs> what i really liked about inglorious bastards and them using the languages for each of these characters even though you still have the majority of the movie in english uh-huh. you've got the french characters speaking french you've got the german characters speaking german unless they're speaking to someone who's speaking a different language and they need to translate with that but um that you've got the the languages that they're actually going to be speaking and it's not just all formed into your common language mm-hmm. um so that it makes it easier for the audience um i i like I like that in this film and the way that they did it in there. Um, even though for me, it's uh, I'm the the language that I'm listening to is one of the foreign languages from the film yeah. in, the, in the native speaking. Um, so that was interesting, and uh, also interesting that in the theater that I saw it in, they had the subtitles in two languages. Mm, yeah, in Chinese and English. Yeah, was like, throughout the whole okay. film, so that was interesting as well. Um, didn't take it away from me because I couldn't read the other one anyway. So I'll only read the English ones. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think the the big thing for this movie for me is just the ending. That uh, well, I, I mean, throughout the film is is just I, mixed with the ending kind of plays towards the uh, other elements of the film where it it makes it kind of muddy to to follow um, the motivations, mostly of the uh, I don't know anyone else besides the I got the motivation of the the main white guy who wants to get immortality mm-hmm. and then there's the motivations of the other guys want riches and then the young kid wants uh to raid a tomb mm-hmm. um that's about it for all of those they're not looking for things to be in a museum it's just because they like reading tombs yeah. um and uh the but the the meanings behind things that just that ending i think really like yeah, to me, where I it, it, it kind of seemed like nothing film. got completely resolved. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> anything <throat> else you need to say about this this movie before we do our ratings for that? No, I think we've got pretty yeah. much the movie down. So, yeah. so what would you? Uh, how would you rate this one? Hmm. I like. Uh, I I want to give it a a, a fair rating, mm-hmm. but. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I try not to compare it to uh, American movies that that we just understand better. Yeah. I mean, hmm. But I mean, but to the same degree, yeah. you know, 
I I can't fairly rate this movie how it stands up with other Chinese cinema things because I I only see the couple that come to America um, and that, uh, you know, get talked about the most often. Like this... This isn't one that has been being talked about yeah. by people. Like uh, I mean, it's, the reason it's I watched no, those Stephen no Chow films Tiger. is because yeah, like the Ang- yeah, Crouching Tiger, um, any yeah. of the, the Stephen Chow films, Kung Fu Hustle, any uh, of those things that make a big scene because they you know got yeah. over here. Um, those are you know the more accessible of those movies that they get out here. Um, so this is another one that's uh, that's probably only playing here because you've got people who are from that culture living in the area. Um, yeah. To watch those films. It was only like three theaters around here. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, it, you know, I, it's... I So I can't judge it from, from the point of view uh, of that, so I shouldn't even try, really, to, to say <laughs> how Chinese audiences are going to view this movie. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. So I can only say it for how I personally view this movie mm-hmm. um, and potentially how other people who watch the same movies as I do view it. Um, and, uh, and you know, it's, it's not five stars. It's not, not four stars. Um, it's not one star and, no. uh, I don't think it's two stars. There's a lot of entertaining stuff in this. Uh, so it's that two and a half to three range, uh, mm-hmm. for me for this film. Uh, and, and, you know, two and a half for me is just middle of the road. Like it was a movie. Um, and three is just slightly better. Like this is a, a good, good movie, entertaining movie. Um, so the only thing that would lose it, that three stars for me is just the ending that the the unresolved nature of it and that that i'm yeah. not getting it and and sh- i'm yeah sure that's a cultural barrier thing but then there's always the chance that it's not a cultural barrier thing and like if there's a chinese Damn. response that like in china they're like no nah, we don't get this this doesn't make any sense <laughs> like i'd love that <laughs> yeah uh, a, i want to know. You know if you know what happens in this ending write to us yeah if you oh man <laughs> just thinking about this that's probably it's got to be someone who's in hong kong because in mainland china they uh they're restricted access to the internet oh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. darn we're not gonna be able to get that no but i mean but if you're from yeah if you're from china um watching this in some way if you're you're a chinese american yeah i know i know little to nothing about about mainland china except that i've had friends who have just visited there and you know they're unable to access the internet while they're over there but uh, as far as I know from that, but right. in the, any case, yeah, if you star if you know that stuff, let us know. Yeah. Let us know if, what you thought of the ending. So you're a star yeah. rating, though. Uh, right. Hmm. Uh, I I wanted to give it a three. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'll be two and a half. I yeah. I I feel bad. It, it has it has positive elements. There's so much good stuff in yeah. the movie. Yeah. Like if you just take that the middle chunk of the tomb raiding of the temple, mm-hmm. like that there's there's so much good in there. Oh yeah, um, and yeah, the, the CGI knocks it a little bit, but but it's still there. The, the thoughts yeah. are all there, and it's and it's very well done. And uh, it's the kind of thing where you take this movie, um, all you take all the elements, all the sets, and everything, mm-hmm. you put it in the hands of Spielberg, mm-hmm. um, and you just say redo this movie. Mm-hmm. But you're allowed to change, like dialogue up a bit, but keep all of the the temple and puzzle elements the same. Mm-hmm. And you just redo that, yeah. Um, and and make try to keep the story as close to the original, but make it make sense to you. Oh yeah. Then uh, yeah. yeah, this could be a really entertaining film, and uh, of course yeah. people would be like, ah, the, nothing like the old Indiana Jones. Yeah, it's yeah, not as good. The, but the, the the dissatisfying ending is kind of holding it back. Yeah. I, 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 there has to be something we're missing. There has to be. Yeah. <laughs> I need to know. 
I was hope yeah, I was hoping to get more out of you. Like it was something yeah. that I missed that you got, and then and it, it might take me another couple of viewings, and mm-hmm. which, which we'd have to wait for a, a DVD for. And then it's an annoying thing where if it is, you know, not our fault on there, and you view it more times, and you've yeah. wasted this time on this film. <laughs> That's even more it's annoying. Like, wow, there's really nothing there. Oh. <laughs> so unsatisfying <laughs> but thank you for watching this one please yeah. if you know anything if you can help us out with this ending yeah. um we need to know let us know uh in the comments below on our youtube is, is a great way to do that magicgametv.com if you're listening yeah. to the podcast if you're watching this on youtube you can always check out our podcasts on itunes and stitcher cinema discussions find it there write to us at magicgametv at gmail.com if there's movies in theaters that you want us to check out let us know and we'll yeah, get good to or those. bad yeah well We'll check them out for you. We'll watch the bad movies so you don't have to. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for watching or listening to us. Goodbye. (laughs)